0: a vast array of topics to cover on today's episode. Perhaps you've thought about making some weekly show content. Perhaps you've thought about, uh, trying to be in touch with your social media channels by, uh, creating some sort of weekly show on a social media platform. We're going to talk about that today. The other thing we're going to talk about, we're going to have three different topics. The other thing is going to be, if you want to have some sort of promotion, we talked recently in a, uh, episode to, um, aspire to grow sales. You can have promotions by giving things away with the uh, promotion. And so we're going to talk about that uh, giving items away. Is that uh, good for new business? Is that good for current business? What, what What does that help by giving products away and having promotions in that way? And finally, we'll address loyalty programs. What are they good for? Do they help generate uh, new business? Does it help to uh, create loyalty, pun intended, with your current customers? And what are those good for? What are some nuances of some of that? This entire episode was a Whole culmination of a bunch of uh, conversation that I had with a gentleman from The Camera Company, uh, which is in Madison, Wisconsin. And um, it it inspired me to uh, just have a whole uh, podcast episode about this email. So um, I want to thank Ward uh, from The Camera Company for sending me all of these questions and uh, would encourage you to actually visit his website. It's in the show notes below. And I most importantly would encourage encourage you to send us a email, send us a text, send us a a social media direct message, whatever it might be, um, so that we can spitball some of the questions that you have and uh, create a whole podcast uh, topic around that uh, and those questions. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Better Business Podcast, where we help you improve your family-owned retail business. I'm with my co-host today, Chris Fox from Fox Strategy, the marketing genius. And my name is Steve Cook. I'm a third generation business owner. And with the things I've learned and talk about on this show, I've taken my family's retail business to over $10 million in sales. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Better Business Podcast. I am Steve Cook and Chris Fox is the co-host today We have a somewhat unique episode, um, and I would like to give a shout out to Ward, um, who is our guest, who wrote in a question uh, for us. And we are going to dedicate this entire episode to Ward's company, which is called Camera Company. Uh, His website is cameracompany.com, and we'll tag that in the show notes. If you are an entrepreneur who is uh, maybe interested in getting into some marketing, uh, wanting to start creating some content or something like that, which we talk a lot. About um, here on this podcast, then certainly give the camera company a, um, a a shot and get on their website and look around at the things that they have. They have a lot of uh, video cameras and things like that. So, uh, without further ado, our content for today is specifically around a camera business, a camera retail business. Uh, this business in particular has uh, camera equipment, cameras, video cameras, all kinds of things like that. But they also do it appears on the website a fair share of services to that equipment um, and services around those products and then on top of that even farther um, some education around the camera industry Um, we are speculating here but we would imagine that the main clientele for this business is a photographer um, a professional photographer most people probably these days with the um improvement of cell phone cameras over the last several years Uh, i would imagine that if you are buying or purchasing a camera or video camera that you would um probably not want a professional setup unless you are in that business Um, luckily for me christopher my co-host is from a old photography uh background and so he has a little bit of uh for a little bit of expertise, I guess you could say, in this world. So, Chris, uh, what is your uh, what are your thoughts about a camera business from the top?
1: Yeah, I, I think that it, it, we were talking about this as a um, as a business before this episode, and and I've certainly visited my fair share of, of camera shops. Um, and having gone to school for photography uh, back in the day, I've also use my fair share of photo services like developing film uh printing prints which yeah in this digital world may not be uh that familiar with uh to too many people but um for sure i have been in a camera shop or two and and know quite a bit about um what they're offering the camera company is offering its customers just as a, a former customer of that industry myself
0: okay so uh we'll get into the question. This. Episode is going to be broken down into three kind of questions and three uh, topics. The first question that we'll be covering is Ward wants to start a weekly series. Um, He had done this in the past. He had had a Facebook uh, video series that aired or published every wednesday and it was called what's new wednesday where he basically kind of talked about some of his products that was new in his store Um, he wants to continue the show or start the show back up um, and talk about some of the newer items and maybe um, even talk about some of the um, things that he offers the services that he offers um So he's wondering, um, should he start this back up? Should I start this again? I'm not sure what type of products to talk about. Um, and so we want to talk about that, uh, on the onset. Um, the first thing that I would like to address is Ward mentioned doing this on Facebook, uh, once a week, Ward. I kind of disagree with the Facebook situation. Um, I think that Facebook has its rightful place, but as far as organic content, so this is a uh, content that you're not paying to promote. I would say that Facebook is probably a little bit weaker than almost every other social platform, um, for a weekly series. Um, of course you can film it, uh, outside of the platform and just post it to many different platforms. Um, I would say that's, probably my first go to um but i would highly highly encourage you ward after the success that our small business has had to go uh to tiktok with this uh weekly series um maybe tiktok live if you are comfortable enough to do that um But I would definitely, I mean, the best thing to do is go to every platform, right? Um, But if you had to pick one, I would certainly go with TikTok Live. TikTok, you can also, you have to film it vertically, um, which might stress you out as a camera guy. But uh, filming it um, for TikTok would be my go-to. And that's what I would uh, first say as far as the platform. Chris, what about you? What do you think about the platform?
1: Yeah, I think the the platform question would be... Pretty well centered around where your people hanging out now if you know you have a Facebook presence and you have people who follow your Facebook page there that would be important to acknowledge but then also um if you've never been on TikTok before you don't really know what's possible there. So take those things into consideration but um you know if I were going to uh, if I were going to do this as a camera shop owner I um as Steve mentioned the live possibility I would double down and do both Facebook live and TikTok live. Um and I would I would I would do it live pick you're, you know, almost like produce a little show. Um, What are you going to talk about as a way of opening it? Um, What are you going to show off? What's a tip you're going to give? And then how are you going to close it? And the reason I say that is a couple of things. Firstly, people engage more with truly genuine organic content. You don't want to make this show polished and edited and, you know, obviously shot from a high-end uh you know video camera DSLR even though that's what you sell what you want to do is show up as genuinely as possible all mistakes and laughs and you know corrections uh b- baked in so then secondly you get that genuine, that authenticity when you go live, but then you also get the ability to save that. So if you go live on TikTok, that then becomes, uh, you know a saved piece of content. Same on Facebook. You go live on Facebook, that content is saved, and then you uh, can have people revisit it and watch it again or watch it for the first time uh, later. The last thing I'll say is, on all these platforms where you're going live, What you're doing is leveraging the best um, notifications that platform has to offer because TikTok's goal, Facebook's goal, Instagram's goal is to get more people onto their app for longer. And so when you go live, they push out that notification and and try to entice your people, your followers to join you uh, because it really serves you both well. So live is ultimately kind of this top level use of all these platforms and you still get to do uh, that show. So I would say if if you have the time to do that, if you... um, are able to be consistent in the the timing of that show each week, live would be a great bet. But yeah, like Steve said, don't um, sleep on TikTok. Get one phone there for Facebook and get one phone there for TikTok and, and ride both those. That'd be great.
0: So get to the store outside of ours. Ward would be my definitely, uh, ad- I would encourage you to do that. Um, especially if you're going live, so you don't have to worry about, uh, music, yeah. uh, don't forget your deal will get flagged for music for copyright reasons. If you have like music in your store, um, you know, the radio going or whatever. So, uh, make sure that you have no music on and live. I, I don't think it's a big deal to have people walking around or whatever, but it is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, as a creator, it's hard to have your thoughts clear when people are walking all around you and stuff so you're employees or whatever uh just kind of depends on how you are with that um but and also i wouldn't do it live if you don't feel comfortable True. doing that You, it takes a special set of skills TikTok, tock man i'll get i get six to seven hundred comments sometimes when i go live on TikTok. um it's incredible how much interaction i get and you might just spend your time answering questions you know people yeah. like hey i have a nikon dslr blah 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 you know whatever it is um i don't even know if i'm you saying are. that right nikon's a yes. brand right yeah yeah because that's a real thing <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I have this, uh, I should have looked, I have a cannon here. So, uh, so if you have, you know, this or that or whatever, I think people will jump in and start asking you questions and it might just be like a question and answer deal, especially on TikTok if you can get some interaction. Uh, but if you don't feel comfortable with live do whatever you feel comfortable with because doing something will be better than nothing. The other thing Ward talks about is what do I talk about? What do, I, do I do I push these products? Do I talk about these products? Um, is it only new things? Is it things that I've carried or services that I've performed for a long time? Um, you know I think me and Chris were kind of a house divided on this one. Um, my thoughts are Ward is when you are producing a show um, for social media, you have to think about why would someone watch this show. So though you think and you love the camera company, I, I don't as a consumer I might like you as a person I might like your store or whatever but I don't necessarily want to know um, all the new things that you have unless it applies to me like I'm waiting on you to start carrying something Um, so I think what's new at our store is not necessarily going to be appealing to a mass general audience I I fear that it's not Um, so take this with a grain of salt, but I would say, what is your, your demographic? What is your ideal customer? We talked about this in old episodes, um, finding your ideal customer, but what is your ideal customer and make a show that that ideal customer would want to watch. Like I said, at the beginning of this episode, I think your ideal customer is probably a professional camera person. And so I would make a show that they would want to watch. So that show would be, how can I make my camera business better? how can I get more clients as a camera company or a photography business or whatever it might be or a videography, you know, whatever you sell to the most, how can I make my business better? Uh, how can I, I mean, it could be as as left field as like how can I edit video faster or whatever, or it could just be a general thing of like how to do a photography business better. You know, whatever it might be, um, I would make a show more about that. Then you can start dropping in uh, these products are going to save you a lot of time. These products are actually better on your back. Here's why these camera straps are uh, softer on your shoulders, or whatever it might be. Um, you can have episodes about products and say, "Here's six different options for you know stabilizers or whatever those big things are." Um, so, or here's how tripods can make your shots you know more efficient or whatever it is. So that's what I would do, uh, Chris. What are some of your thoughts about that?
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, I- I think that we might be talking about two different things here because my advice on what's new, similar to we recently talked about Crumble Cookie, having a reason to show up uh, in front of their customers with a new cookie every week or a new five cookies or whatever. Same thing here, except that's not a big show. So I wouldn't watch a show about five new cookies from Crumble Cookie if it were Even three minutes long, you know, to 20 minutes, certainly not 20 minutes long. So potentially if you're doing a weekly show, blending in all of that from Q and A to education, to tips, to what's new into that show would be valuable to people. Again, follow Steve's uh, advice there. What are those viewers really going to watch and engage with? And then take your what's new idea and break it up into, you know, five TikToks or five Instagram Reels over the course of the week, and do 15 seconds on each new item. That I think would leverage your what's new um, in your business better to engage with your audience. Then make your show, which um, either live or pre-recorded, but I still vote for live. Do what's comfortable though. That makes your pillar content you know, a way that you're always able to reach out to your customers. So then when you do your live, um, you know, save it to Facebook, potentially do it on YouTube and then you can email your customers and say, here's our weekly Wednesday show. And you email them Thursday morning and say, hope you didn't miss it. Here it is. That's your reason to show up every week in their inboxes. So yeah, I think the what's new probably belongs on a very short form, um, you know, platform unless it's something really big that's new and then you do a a show about it but your show again is what what are people going to watch and value
0: Yeah, if you wanna do a a revolving product or something like that, then pick something that's easy to revolve in your store, maybe a camera strap print. So like I only have brought in 20 cheetah print camera straps. Um, This is what's new for this month. Once they sell, they're gone. Or for the month of July, I have the cheetah print camera strap or I have the leopard print in September or whatever it might be um, and just have those limited. Uh, So if you're gonna do that, I would do uh, a limited drop on something like that and have a revolving menu that way. And like Chris said, not a weekly show. The second thing that, uh, Ward talks about is to have a promotion, to give away something for free or to, uh, encourage people to spend more money with me. Uh, we had mentioned in a prior episode to give away to f- a free item or give away a free service, um, or an event. Um, and how should I promote this? He says, should I be promoting this to current customers via my email list or Facebook or Instagram blast, or should I try to, I'm assuming the caveat to that would be, try to get new business. Um, You know, I have uh, some quite a bit of experience with this ward because we have a consistent customer basis. Um, So my customers that shop with us, they come in all the time um, and get the same things over and over in our feed business. Um, So when I run a promotion on feed, it benefits me zero as a business to get people People to buy a bunch of feed because they're not actually going to feed their horses more. Um, so when I run a promotion, I, I want to run a promotion to get new people in the door. So I almost want to keep it a secret from my customers. Um, so if you are running a promotion to try to get new people in the door, Um, I would say that you should run Facebook ads and, um, target that to people that have an interest in cameras in a central region within your, you know, within your local area there if you're wanting uh, foot traffic or have a promotion online like you know it's up to 25% off on all equipment for the month of whatever um, or you get a free camera strap with the purchase of a camera or whatever if you're wanting to give away a free item then target that on Facebook to people that are you're hoping that your customers don't even see it if that's what you want to do. Um, Or if your business is a little different from ours, um, you might want to get your customers to spend some freaking money with you. Um, I don't care necessarily if I get new people in the door. And so I want to get my current customers to actually spend some more money with me for a limited time. Um, And by doing that, you're going to try to give away a free item with the purchase or whatever it might be. If that's the case, Ward, uh, then I would actually promote this to your current customers, uh, especially. Um, Promote that on your email blast, promote that on your Facebook page, on your Instagram page, or whatever it might be. Um, Put signs in the door, tell everybody when they come in or whatever it might be. So uh, it depends on what you wanna do on that from my point of view. Chris, what do you think?
1: Uh, Yeah, I agree with that. I think the key would make this, uh, the key would be to make this an exclusive thing. So, uh, you know, in a previous episode, we talked about, uh, giving an exclusive invitation to an event, to someone who, sh- who shopped during this time frame or spent this much money. That's kind of where I would go is, um, you know, if, if your photo walks are popular or people like that idea, um, then offer an exclusive photo walk to anybody who spends $25 or more in September. And, and those numbers have to work for you. So you'll have to, you know, wiggle with that but um that way the exclusive piece is
0: i'd say double your double your average ticket Oh, yeah, well, that's a good point i mean ward just as a deal that i usually yeah. do double your average ticket if your average ticket is 80 bucks um then make it anybody that spends 150 yeah. you know whatever um to making it even number but that's what we and usually that ex- do that right there yeah, exactly
1: Chris, would Drive your customers who are current customers to spend more money with you, which is great it, it, because then that exclusive gift um, becomes that enticement and, and giving it a period of time, whether it's the month of September or it's one week in September or whatever, um, you then again get to control how quickly they have to do that. Maybe that if it's one week, they have to come in one day and spend double your average ticket price. Or if it's the month of September, your goal may be to get people who visit once a month to come in twice and spend again so that they can now have that exclusive invitation. So I love that idea. Um, And I'm with Steve. If you're trying to get your current customers to spend more, which, by the way, there's only three ways to make more money in business. It's either to uh, find new customers, to sell more to your current customers or to raise your prices. So if you're really looking at one of those three, uh, that is getting current customers to spend more, absolutely make it exclusive, make it double your average ticket, uh, ticket, you know, spend, and then promote it to them. If it's to get new people in the door, I'm with Steve. You're going to have to actually pay to get that boosted outside of your current Area. So, you want to target people who are not your uh, fans on Facebook, who are not your followers on Instagram. So, that, those would be the differences there for me, but I love the idea.
0: The third and final uh, topic of this uh, question was around loyalty programs. Ward has a current loyalty program that charges $25 per year, and those members get reward points um, on purchases that they make. They also get a lot of discounts on other things in the store. Um, And then he is wanting to think about offering a light version that is free and they don't necessarily get as many benefits, but they can maybe get some of those reward points and things like that. He says that he only has a limited amount of members on this so far and wants to know if he should keep it going or quit or what you should do. Um, So around loyalty programs, I have two different methods of thought. The one that is funny because pun intended, if you are trying to gain loyalty from your customers on your loyalty program, or are you trying to make a profit on the loyalty program? Um, So I would first question that, Ward. is the price of $25 is fairly low. Um and so I would imagine that the the price of $25 you're trying to get more loyalty out of your people. And what that what I'm meaning by that is you're trying to make them um have a sense of like uh you know loyalty to you of I pay this 25 bucks, I get all these discounts, you know, wow, I should just, you know, go ahead and get all that um at this place instead of Amazon or Best Buy or whatever it might be. Um there's I, With that, I would say if that is your goal is to get people to try to come to your store time and time again, I would say that I would definitely um, go more pot committed on the loyalty part of that. Um, I think the $25 is fine. I would even probably increase it, um, just a little bit more. Maybe, um, if you're wanting to, you know, actually like kind of break even on what the discounts you're giving away and stuff, but I would definitely try to play more into the loyalty side to that. I would create a Facebook group. Um, I would make it the professional camera person or professional photography group of, you know, um. Uh, of Madison, Wisconsin, or I would make it the professional, you know, blah, blah, blah. And this is a loyalty program. All these people meet up once a month at my store to have a dinner or whatever. Um, I would play more into the loyalty deal. And that would be a way that you can promote that more. Um, Because by doing that, you can bring a free guest every time, or you can bring you know, people with you or whatever, um, every time you come. If, however, you're trying to make money on this, um which and i don't mean this in a bad way props to you i mean i we're all in a for-profit business here if you're trying to make money on the memberships i.e you have somebody pay you 25 bucks they usually don't even take advantage of the discounts you have and crap i've got all these 25 dollars memberships then i would say uh man just freaking advertise this thing (laughs) i wouldn't even i wouldn't worry about changing anything up i just keep going with what you're doing chris what do you think
1: yeah i think I think you split them into two things. So uh, what they've got is the camera company Click Club, and that's what you pay to be a part of, where you get your discounts and you get your loyalty points. I say make your loyalty program open to everybody. Everybody gets points who shops at your store. Then amp up the value on your Click Club. I agree with Steve. Increase the price of your Click Club, put it on subscription so that people don't have to think about it to renew for the next year. Fifty bucks a year is not that uh, big a deal. That's that's almost what less than a third of Amazon Prime at this point or whatever. Um, so then, say Click Club members get the discount while earning more loyalty points. So maybe click club members get 1.5 points for every point that a, a normal loyalty customer would get. So what you're actually doing is opening your loyalty program up to everybody who is going to shop more and, um, you know, increase that loyalty like Steve's talking about, but then you stand a chance to make money on your click club because if 20 to 30% of your click club members actually utilize your discounts, you're making money on the potential to use a discount from the other, you know, 40 to 50% or whatever. So I think breaking them up into two things would be really helpful. Have a loyalty program for everybody and then amp up the value of the club.
0: Yeah. And the loyalty deal can be as easy as every, every coffee shop or snow Absolutely. cone place and all that as the punch cards, you could even do a punch card. Every hundred dollars you spend, you get 50 bucks, you know, to spend or whatever. Um, that could just be a punch card or anything like that. You don't have to put there's a lot of thought tons into that. of
1: apps that manage that for you too. Like he mentioned to us that he sends an email every month with their point, um, update. If you're not automating that Find a way to automate it because when you open it up to more people, you know, if you get several hundred people in your loyalty club, again, reminding them of their points once a month, that's just another reason to show up in their inbox or in their, you know, uh, SMS messages. So you're using that as a marketing effort, even though you're saying, hey, your loyalty points are at, you know, 200 this month, you can cash in. Again, you're just trying to stay top of mind so that when people think about what you offer, they're ready to buy from you
0: ward you're a very technologically savvy guy it appears from your website so i would imagine that you're probably on the right track with all that stuff hopefully some of this helped you ward and hopefully this helped uh, some of the people listening in their business maybe you've been thinking about some of these things and I hope that it helped you if you have any questions that we can spitball here on the podcast we would be tickled to uh, address those things we can either uh, give you some credit do I did ask ward if it was okay to mention him and his business on this Um, we can either give you some credit or I can do it and honestly it doesn't matter to us Um, we would love the ideas for Uh, topics here on the Better Business Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode.